And we're live. Welcome, everyone, to The Awakened Catholic Show. I am your host, Nick Delatore. Today, I have a brother in the Lord uh, with me. His name is Matt Mazak. Um, Matt is with Select International Tours. He's the head of marketing for Select, and he is just an absolute beast at what he does. In <laughs> fact, you. the title of today's episode, Leaving Church to Find Jesus, what a brilliant title. <laughs> It had to come from some marketing brain, uh, the, the marketing brain of our days. So, so Matt, thank you for being with me uh, on the show. I'm glad to be here. This has been a blast, man. Yeah, absolutely. This has really been fun. And we're going to get into this, this question about finding Jesus by leaving church. What does that mean? Spoiler, we're talking about pilgrimages. All of that is coming up right after this. Welcome back to The Awakened Catholic Show, everyone. I am your host, Nick Delatore, and this episode, as well as our very presence as Awakened Catholic here at the Momentum 21 Conference with the Catholic Marketing Network, is sponsored by the amazing people at Select International Tours. Um, if you don't know about what Select International Tours is, it is the premier, number one pilgrimage company in the United States of America, and uh, we are so excited at Awakened Catholic to be partnered with Select International Tours and the amazing people there. Um, we have two pilgrimages with them this year to Paris, Lourdes, uh, sorry, to Paris and Lourdes, and then to the Holy Lands. If you want to learn more about our pilgrimages, as well as the many other pilgrimages that other speakers and authors and podcasters are, are taking with Select International Tours, then visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Matt Mazak, welcome. Thanks for having me, man. I'm glad to be here. Yes, we have, we've had a, quite the, the rowdy and exciting and adventurous <laughs> time here at the Momentum Conference. Yes, we have. A lot of fun people here. We've just been having a blast. It's great to meet so many like-minded people. It's so true. It's yeah. so true. And I remember uh, a couple months ago, a few months ago, you, you gave me a call and you were like, so Nick, uh, there's this conference happening in, <laughs> in Chicago. Would you be interested in going? I was like... Sure, I love Catholic conferences. I, I didn't really know what I was getting into. And then as I looked further into it, we talked more. I met Kathy Gilmore. Um, th this has just really been a special thing. It really has, you know, it's really felt like a God thing too because so many different people here doing so many different things have made connections that we probably never would have made yes. in another way. And, you know, I mean, also there's the, the benefit, we're just coming out of this whole COVID thing. Yes. Hopefully we're staying out of this whole COVID thing. We shall see. And, um, <laughs> and but it's been great to be with people again, you know, yes. and to really see, you know, to see people and to, to get their stories and, and find out what they're doing in their ministry. So it's been a wonderful time. Yeah, that is the truth. And, um, and, and the collaboration, the, the spirit of partnership in the mission of evangelizing and the mission of serving the church, that has been, it's just been permeating in the community of the people here, the, the, the people that have been running the expo booths, the people that have come just to visit all of the booths and to visit and see the sessions, the, the speakers. Yeah. Um, there is just this spirit of unity in mission. Um, and all of our missions are, are unique, uh, but there is still this sense that we're in this together and it's really powerful. Yeah, there's a real alignment happening. And, you know, I mean, it's always exciting to kind of get that glimpse of maybe what God's doing. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, to get really excited about what's about to happen. So, yes, yes we're, we're really Yeah, it's like that, that family guy. I think it was family guy. Was like, a, <laughs> he's a cook and a something. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, we, we met um, way early on in, in, in our relationship with Select International Tours. 
Um, I had had uh, some experience with another pilgrimage company in the past, and, and they were lovely people. Um, but I knew that with Awakened Catholic, uh, at, the, at the level that we're operating and the fact that we have a national reach, like we needed to work with a company that could work at that scale and already had expertise in that. And, yeah. and not only already be there, but be an organization that could propel us, that we could, you know, in, in working together, that it would elevate what we're doing as well. And um, just between, between the fact that Select is that, for us, but then also that you guys are just such good people, and I can't. I mean, the Thank number you. of times that I've said that uh, here at this conference and in general, um, like it really is so true. And I love that we've partnered in mission to to bring the gospel to life through pilgrimage. And we're going to talk about that. Um, but it's just been so cool to get to know you as well personally as a yeah. brother. Uh, and I still remember uh, there was this this Zoom meeting we had. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> we, uh, I hope and, you're all bracing over there. Yeah, and so there was this <laughs> Zoom meeting we had uh, with all of the different people that are uh, pil pilgrimage uh, leaders uh, from throughout the country uh, with Select, uh, and you and Adita were were hosting this, and um, and it was kind of a cocktail hour. So for all of us from home, I think this was maybe was it before the lockdown lifted. Yes, it was. It was in the heart of the lockdown. I think it was like around May, maybe yeah. of last year, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it was. It was so cool to see. Uh, there's so many different people. Uh, I, Jason never. I don't think he was in that call. Father Father Leo Padalinghug was in that call. Yeah. Uh, and so many different people. And and then you and I. I don't remember who started this. I don't remember. I think it was you. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that so you don't get in trouble. But <laughs> you and I were were essentially passing notes to each other during class. <laughs> we were just being the biggest goofballs. And um, one I of the things Hector Molina got in on that a little bit too. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, not not to throw anybody under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and God has punished him, and that's why he has a sinus infection oh, now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love you, Hector. Sorry, Hector. <laughs> yeah. uh, really, I do actually really lament yeah. that I couldn't meet him this week in person. Yeah. He He's, I just talked to him a little bit ago, though. He's feeling much better. So, oh, good. So we're glad to hear that. He's, That's awesome. He's, he's on the mend. Yeah. Okay. I just remembered it was me that started it because it struck me so much. We were sitting there, and I'm seeing you on the screen, and I just could not believe how much you look like this guy. I'm going to look this up on IMDb right now, oh, what his goodness. name is. Um, but it's this. there's this show uh, from the History Channel that now is on Amazon Prime, and it's called Vikings. Uh, and it's actually super historically accurate because it's on the History Channel. Obviously, there's like, some creative liberties, but but all the characters, everyone in it is is real from history. Um, and the actor that played uh, Ragnar Lothbrok, his name is not listed here. Why did they not list his name here? Um, well, anyways, you okay? Here he is, Travis Fimmel. You have such a striking resemblance to Travis Fimmel, and you have since that moment that I saw you, and then you show up here. At this conference, uh, took a little off with a haircut and beard that is straight out of the Vikings show, and I'm just, I'm just, I know you did that for me, and oh, I appreciate I totally it. Did, yeah. yeah, I'd love to say it's my Scandinavian roots, but I don't think I have any. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I, actually, Travis doesn't either. He's Australian. Oh, okay. So, yeah, then I'm a good company. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, it's it's been great fun working with you guys. Just such a spirit of joy and an authentic discipleship and longing to spread the kingdom. So um, thank you for who you guys are. Thanks for partnering with us. Um, so let, let's talk about like the mission. Like what what is the mission of pilgrimage? Because I think you know a lot of people watching this may have been on pilgrimages in the past. Mm -hmm. Maybe they haven't. But um, I've been on a pilgrimage before. Uh, I went to the World Meeting of Families in Madrid, and I was also able to visit Lisbon, Portugal, Fatima, Portugal, um, Lourdes, France. Incredible experiences, but I also don't know that it was what it could have been. 
Um, I had incredible experiences because there's just so much power in those locations. But I also know that from a pastoral standpoint, from a ministerial standpoint, there's so much more that could have been done that it really could have elevated it and turned it into a a profound uh, and contemplative like retreat experience. Um, And, you know, when I when I came to you guys or when you guys came to me and I was like, listen, if we're going to do this, it's got to be a retreat. You guys were like, yes, let's go. Yeah. And I just love the the willingness to just dive in. And then it turns out, I, I find out here at the conference, that Deacon Harold uh, is literally putting together with you guys a series of contemplative retreat yep. pilgrimages. Yeah, we're really excited about them. They're going to be really great. They, uh, you know, him and Ellen are working on some amazing things. We're really excited to get those off the ground. Yeah. Yeah, so just the, the synergy in, in, like, the vision and, and interest in, like, innovating um, to me is just is so exciting. So I've kind of shared a little bit here now about why I get excited about Select. For you as, as one of the employees and you run the marketing and stuff, like for you, what sets Select apart? You know, so, um, I, and I mean, this all goes to our founder, Adita Krinik. She, she um, you know, she started this company 35 years ago with pilgrimages to Metagorgia, you know, um, which is where she's from. And and, and she really feels the Blessed Mother kind of put her in a place to send people on pilgrimage. And that really set the tone for the entire thing. So from day one, we've been a mission-based organization. That's awesome. You know, um, Select International Tours is not here to be a religious vacation company. We're here to be a pilgrimage company. So, you know, we do things that, that some other pilgrimage companies do, but not all of them. And like one of them is we have daily mass every time. You know, um, every trip goes out with a priest so that they can celebrate the sacraments. Yeah. You know, um, we pioneered Catholic pilgrimage cruises, which you guys are going to France on yeah, one, yeah. okay? And, and, you know, a lot of other companies won't really take the risk to get into cruising because it's a massive investment, mm-hmm. uh, both in time and energy and, and money as well. But the thing is, is instead of putting, you know, five small groups onto a large ship of a thousand people, we charter an entire ship. So everybody <laughs> on the ship is Catholic. We can put an adoration chapel on the ship so that people can actually go through the pilgrimage and experience it from a spiritual depth, not just going to a bunch of really cool sites. Not that we don't go to a bunch of really cool sites. Not mm-hmm. that we don't eat great food and stay in amazing hotels because we do all of that. Right. But the focus is always prayer and meeting God in, you know, what I, what I always say, in the spaces of special graces. You know Ooh, what I mean? Like that's, that's a good line. That's, uh, and, you know, that's my personal, like, look at it. But that's, that's what it really is. We're going to visit the places where the holy touched the earth and, and where saints had these massive experiences and, and, and changed the world. You yes. know, so, so it, it's, I think that's what sets us apart is that we kind of get that. And so rather than build a trip to the Holy Land and then, get 15 people to do the same trip to the Holy Land, we build a trip for every individual group leader or priest that comes with us so that their audience, their group, their parish can have an experience that makes their parish and their community grow in Christ. That's so powerful. And that partnership in the mission is so vital. And and even in the limited experiences I've had, I have seen that distinction in the way that you guys operate 
Um, it's prayerful, it's intentional, and, and there's so much love and passion behind what you guys are doing. Um, there, it, it's, you know, I don't get this vibe of, of logistics coming first. It's, it's more relationship comes first, and then the logistics support that. And you guys, you guys are just hitting the nail on the head, all of the nails on all of the heads. <laughs> um, it, it really is beautiful. And you said, you know, the founder, Adita Krunik, uh, you talked about how wonderful she is, and she really, really is. And she had powerful, life-changing experiences uh, at Medjugorje, yeah. right? And, and, and it would, it's what, she, she, I think she told me when, she, when I interviewed her on my show, uh, I think she told me that she literally like uh, broke up with her fiance, and uh, she at the time was working for an airline, and and she just like flipped her entire life upside yes, down. Yes, absolutely. I can relate to that. I was going to be an opera singer, like all this stuff, and I was just like, I guess I'm going to take a major U-turn here for Jesus. <laughs> and, and I just love that it comes from that that place of authentic desire to bring those powerful, life-changing experiences to others, and that that's what it's all about. Yeah, that absolutely really is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, so the title of today's video, Leaving the Church to Find Jesus, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of times we, we need opportunities that take us outside of ourselves, take us outside of our comfort zones, the environments that we grow far too accustomed to or too familiar to us, um, to, to really shake things up in our hearts in a way that allows the Lord to reveal new things to us, to speak new things into our lives. But then even more so, um, there's such a, a, a truth to the reality that our environment has a significant impact on our experience of, of ideas, our experience of things, relationships. Like, why do you go to a fancy restaurant to propose to your, you know, your girlfriend and turn her into your yeah. fiance, right? Why, why do we do these elaborate things and, and go to these settings that are Ask unusual? Ask her to be your fiance, not turn her into it. <laughs> not by force, otherwise it's not a, a valid Catholic marriage. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a great point. I got to be careful. Um, oh, we got Jesus strolling over here with a broken yeah. leg. <laughs> Clearly a fraud, he can't heal his own leg. Um, anyways, <laughs> hello Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I think, uh, so there's so much value in stepping outside of the familiar and then going to places where, where significant things happen. Like Moses, he went to the mountain to encounter, encounter God, yeah. um, the burning bush. And, and, and geography makes a big difference. And, and, and where incredible and holy things have happened makes a big difference. I remember going to Lourdes and um, hearing the stories about how everything played out. And, and seeing this font and, and the water and, and how there are like these lines of people that are approaching in wheelchairs mm -hmm. and, and in, with crutches and, and with uh, God knows yeah. what other infirmities. And, and they're just, they're giving themselves over to God. And it, and it really harkens back to you know, what you see in the gospel when, when you just see these crowds of people wanting so badly for God to, to, be, to be touched by Jesus, right? And the woman that was so desperate that she just touched the hem of his robe yeah. Um, and, and I just think like that is the, the, the heart posture of a healthy Christian, the heart posture of, I want to give myself over and trust myself completely to your providence, to your will, to your power. And we get the opportunity to, to do that by making pilgrimage. P pilgrimage is something that historically has been a part of faith for as, as far as we probably have documentation of it. I, I mean, I mean, go back to Genesis, right? Yes. God sends Adam and Eve out of the garden, that begins the human pilgrimage back Ooh. to heaven, right? <laughs> then you've got Abraham, go to a place that you do not yet know, and he sends Abraham out. Moses, hey, you know, you're gonna go wander around the desert for 40 years, when it probably should only take you about three days to get there, you're gonna do it for 40 years, you know what I mean? So, so pilgrimage is just strung throughout scripture, it's strung throughout tradition, mm -hmm. it, it's just 
it's a part of our faith. And it's only ever good for us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and I honestly think too that so many people, they, they might struggle with like, oh, I feel like I'm going through the dark night of the soul or you know, feeling like your relationship with God is growing stagnant. Like there's so many ways to attack that, that challenge, whether it's going on retreat or whatever, but there probably isn't a better way than going on pilgrimage where you literally set aside your life, you set aside the day-to-day -day routines, you spend you know, one to two weeks on a journey into the heart of Christ and on a journey into uh, encountering uh, these amazing places of great power or spaces yeah. of graces, like you yep. put it, right? Yep. Um, and I remember uh, on my pilgrimage, I actually visited the castle where St. Ignatius lived mm -hmm. and um, his bedroom is now called the Conversion Chapel. Yeah. And in his bedroom, uh, I led worship uh, music for uh, adoration time. Wow. And it was so powerful knowing the incredible thing that happened there where the, the visions that he had and the transformation that led to just this echoing effect throughout history um, and, and that this room was such a, like there was power emanating from this room and in this room and we were worshiping the Eucharistic yeah. Lord there. Um, and it's only possible by stepping outside of your normal day-to-day -day life. Yeah, I think that you, you hit the nail on the head there. You know, we talk a lot about uh, prayerful intentions, but pilgrimage really becomes a physical intention because, because you, are, you are setting aside 10 or 12 or 14 days, whatever it is for the pilgrimage, of time specifically to go and seek God and commune with the saints yes. and celebrate with the universal church in another country, mm -hmm. you, you're, you're, you're really setting an intention for that time to really set it aside for God yes. to do things. And when you do that, as you can attest to, it's amazing how God shows up. Amen to that, brother, yeah. amen to that. Anything you wanna make sure the viewers and listeners take away from this, yeah. uh, anything more? Uh, I, I would say, you know, one of the other things too that sets Select apart, and, and I want you to understand that this came from a pilgrimage is when Adida went to the Holy Land several years ago, she had a chance encounter. Now we say it's a chance encounter, oh. but it's never been a chance encounter. I know where right? you're going with this and I love it. And this chance encounter in Bethlehem with a Christian woman who lived there turned into Adida coming back to the United States and putting her, her platform and her expertise into creating Selectigive. Yes. And if you are not aware, listeners, the Christian population in the Holy Land is under tremendous attack. They're less than 2% of the population in the Holy Land at this point, and they need help to stay there. And Select to Give directly answers that. So real quick, yeah, I don't please. want to make By this too way, much of a Hector commercial. Gave us a high five. Oh, so. sweet. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Hector. Um, I don't want to make this too much of a commercial, but, 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 no, but really, it's important. this is true. Please, please. Select to Give exists to help Christians in the Holy Land directly. It's completely volunteer run, so there's no overhead. It's a 501c3 IRS recognized charity, so you can rest assured that your money is actually going where it goes. And come on the website, selecttogive.org. We'll show you where we're using the money. But we do things like support parochial education for Christian children in Bethlehem and Nazareth. They don't have access to that. It's too prohibitively expensive for most families to deal with. And so rather than have to go to the Jewish school or the Muslim school, they can go to a Christian school. We support ministries that, that help children who are orphaned because of severe disabilities and their, their parents can't take care of them. And then 
education for children with severe learning disabilities that would otherwise be left behind. And we help women create businesses, Christian women in the Holy Land create businesses so they can add income to their families so that they have the means to stay there. And one of the beautiful things, and, and this is where Adita really came through, and I think she did a wonderful thing here, is she committed that a portion of every single registration on a select international tour goes directly to that charity and goes directly to the Christians in the Holy Land. You, you, you can't beat that. I mean, that, that is, is such an authentic display of, of Adita's passion for, uh, for change, passion for helping uh, the, the people that live there and her sense of mission. And to me, that, that sense of mission, both for our own hearts, uh, in our need for pilgrimage, as well as that sense of mission to bless people who are struggling, suffering, um, in, in circumstances that are out of their control. Like, Adita, what a G. She is awesome. She is. Yeah, I can't even imagine having her as a boss. I mean, that, that's gotta be a, a heck of a... It, oh man, it's, it, every morning's a powerful morning at Select International yeah. Tours. <laughs> Adita, we love you, and I, I wish I could have met you on this trip. I yes. know you had a lot going on. Um, Matt, this, is, this has been great. You have been great. The whole, the whole company, uh, yeah. I really appreciate you guys. We and we appreciate you and all the support that you've given us in this conference and and you know all the other podcasters that are here and and everybody. If you've been to CMN this week, please connect with us. We'd love to just talk. It's been so amazing to make all these connections here this week, and we're we're really excited to see where things go from here. Amen, brother. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this has been Matt Mazak from Select International Tours. And I got to thank uh, the sponsor of today's episode, which happens to be Select International Tours. If you're interested in checking out the two pilgrimages that we're taking with them or any of the other pilgrimages being uh, led by other uh, podcasters, speakers, authors, Hector Molina, who's in the chat right now of this live stream, uh, he says, Select International Tours is the best, exclamation um, mark. Totally agree. If you want to check out any of these pilgrimages, please visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Uh, I have been Nick Delatore. This has been Matt Mazak. And this has been the Awakened Catholic Show. Before you go, I just need you to know Jesus loves you. <laughs>